Good morning, and thanks for joining me. Well, turn with me to Psalm 91, and let's read the first six verses, and then uh, we're going to read the final three verses. Uh, hopefully, this will give you a sense of each of the three major sections of this psalm. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. For he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and buckler. You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor the destruction that wastes at noonday. And then looking at uh, verse 14, and here God is talking directly, saying what he's going to do. Because he holds fast to me in love, I will deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. When he calls to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show my salvation. Thanks be to God for his holy word. Amen. Well, you know, all the Psalms of God are wonderful, but some have been especially rich and comforting in the lives of believers. Psalm 91 is one such Psalm. Uh, many have turned to it uh, for hope in the midst of life's troubles. For example, it was a psalm often repeated and meditated upon uh, during the recent COVID pandemic. Psalm 91 may be compared with Psalm 46, which calls God our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. The great reformer Martin Luther often turned to Psalm 46 and surely Psalm 91 uh, as well during his times of trouble. In fact, Psalm 46 is the inspiration for Luther's great hymn, A Mighty Fortress is Our God. And surely Psalm 91 had some bearing upon Luther's hymn as the psalm declares God our shelter and again, uh, our refuge and fortress. Now I did not read the entire psalm, but as James Boyce points out, uh, the psalm has three clear movements or three clear sections marked by a change in pronouns. In verses one to two, the pronoun I is repeated. And here it's used to express the psalmist's personal faith in God. He declares, I will say to you, Lord, you are my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. The next movement, verses three to 13, is marked by the pronoun you. And here the psalmist is commending God to us. He's declaring that you, the reader or listener, will also find God to be a refuge and fortress if you will trust in him. You will find that he will deliver you. He will cover you. He will be with you in the terrors of the night such that you might not fear. The final movement, verses 14 to 16, is marked by the divine pronoun I. Here God says what I, the Lord, will do for those who love me and trust me and call upon my name. He will hold us fast, protect us, answer us, be with us in trouble. Beyond these three sections or three movements, another striking feature of this psalm uh, 
uh, is the four names of God used in the opening two verses. Most High and Almighty in verse 1, and Lord and God in verse 2. Uh, each of these names add meaning and understanding to the psalm, so let's briefly look at each one. First, the Most High, or Elyon in Hebrew. And it refers to God as the possessor of heaven and earth. He's the one who owns everything. So surely he can find a way to shelter us. The Almighty, or Shaddai, is a reference to the power of God to provide. He's the one who supplies our needs during the best of times and the worst of times. And then there's Lord, or Yahweh, or Jehovah. This is the most sacred name for God, and it refers to the God who exists because he exists. He was not created by anyone. And as the one who is eternal and unchangeable and almighty, he cannot be thwarted by Satan or any demonic plan. Therefore, he is the most wonderful of dwelling places and shelters. And then there's God or Elohim. And the interesting thing about this name for God is that it always occurs in the plural form, but with a singular verb. Uh, it would be very bad grammar in English for me to say, for example, we is going to steward. But God can say we is because he exists in three persons, yet is one God. Elohim in the singular would simply not be full enough to express who God is. And Elohim first appears in the Bible to speak of God as creator. So the name Elohim carries with it a sense of power. God is more than powerful enough to be our shelter. Well, folks, Psalm 91 reminds us that though this world ever since the fall of humankind has been a planet under siege, under attack by Satan, God is with his people. It doesn't mean that we'll be spared every terror. Hard times come to us as well but God is with us. As John Phillips says in his commentary, God does not keep us from the terror. He keeps us in the terror. In the midst of terror, in the midst of troubled times, God keeps us. God does not let go of us. Nothing in life nor death separates us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Neither tribulation nor distress nor persecution, nor famine, nor nakedness, nor danger, nor sword, says Paul in Romans 8, verse 35. God is our dwelling place, our refuge and fortress. A mighty fortress is our God. Well, let's pray together. Lord, you know how hard this life can be sometimes. You entered into it and you experienced all our frailties. In, in Jesus, you experience all it means to be human, all our joys, all our sorrows. So you know what we're up against some days, and therefore we trust you to be our shelter. We trust you to take us through the dark nights of the soul. We trust your love to remain. We trust you will not abandon us. We do not always understand our trials and our heartaches. We don't understand sometimes, Lord, why you don't just remove them. But we come trusting you despite our weakness 
and despite our lack of understanding. We trust you to be our mighty fortress. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I won't upload a devotion next week, but I'll be back with you on uh, June 22nd. God bless you all, and I pray you have a wonderful week. Goodbye.